I saw this thing the other day that I thought might be applicable to you and I today, uh, as it is veteran, uh, veteran days week, Veterans Day weekend, and it's the veteran, not the preacher, who's given us the freedom of religion. It's the veteran, not the reporter, who's given us the freedom of press. It's the veteran, not the, not the poet, who's given us the freedom of speech. It's the veteran, not the campus organizer, who has given us the freedom to assemble. It's the veteran, not the lawyer, who has given us the right to a fair trial. It's the veteran, not the politician, who has given us a right to vote. It's the veteran who salutes the flag, who serves under the flag today. And we're so thankful for those men and women who serve our, our country and our local, local heroes. One of the things I know about our heroes in here today and something you can kind of write down or take a picture of today, that maybe you know this about our hero, but all this about, I've known all this about our heroes. Our heroes have the heart to live their lives out on the limb. Our heroes have the heart to live their lives out on the limb. And so my question that I perplexed with today is what do you say to a bunch of men and women today that every single day they go out and they live their life out on a limb? You've ever been on a limb before? I've been on, you ever, you ever climb a tree before? And what happens when you climb too far on that limb is you fall down and you, and you get hurt. These men and women there every single day, they, they go into to harm's way to protect both you and, and I, to give us the opportunity for us to worship or to be in a safe environment. But these heroes, they have the heart to live their lives out on the limb. And I was thinking about that today, and I was trying to find a person that I knew that did the same exact thing. And I came up with a person that every single day of his life, he lived to live his life out on the limb. And his name was Jesus. And you can read about him in the Bible. He wrote a book. He wrote a book called The Bible, and more copies sold, more translations ever. And one of the most talked about people at every single Super Bowl, John 3:16. You guys might have heard of the guy. His name is Jesus. And for all of you heroes in here today that are local and or are veterans today, or firefighters and our and our, and our police law enforcement, I wrote down this today that you have more in common with Jesus than you think you do. And some of you guys are like, well, that's, this guy's taking a little bit too much liberty. <laughs> you guys have more in common with Jesus than you think you do. I was reading about that this week, and I thought that I would share with you guys together today. And the Bible says in the in a pastoral scripture, Mark chapter 10. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, they came over and they spoke to Jesus. And they said, teacher, can you do us a favor? And he, and they, he said, yeah, what's your request? I love that about Jesus. What's your request? They replied to him, when you sit on your glorious throne, we want to sit in places of honor next to you. The one on your right hand and the other on your left. We, Jesus, can, you, can, we, can we have the, like, the best seats in the house? Can we get, the, can we get like, all the privileges? Like, who, who's your favorite, actually, Jesus? We want to know who's your favorite. I have twins, so I can relate with these two guys. I was... I was talking to, um, I have to correct myself, I've, I've called, him, I've called uh, Mayor Deming, Sheriff Deming for so long, and I have to keep on having the conversation, man, he's the mayor, like there's a difference between the sheriff and the mayor, like he's the mayor, and, and Mayor Deming is a twin, and he had twins, and, um, and I, I, was, I was talking to him about that today, but my, my twins, they kind of, they act like twins act, like it's like, like if you have a brother or sister and like you guys fight, like twins fight a lot, like my, my, my daughter, she, uh, my daughter, the five-year-old twin girl, she came out about a minute and 30 seconds 30 seconds before the little boy. So whether it's 30 seconds or three years, she's the oldest. And she treats them like a step stool. I mean, she owns, she owns them. And so they're saying, hey, Jesus, who could be your, who's your favorite, like, who's your favorite child? Like, who's your, who's your favorite kid? And can we have, like, really, really good seats when we get to heaven? And Jesus said to them, hey, guys, you don't know what you're asking for. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering that I'm about to drink from? And are you able to baptize with the baptism of suffering that I must be baptized with? Because you have no idea what it takes to, to really serve. And you really don't get leadership. You really don't get what these guys go through every single day to live your life on a limb. You, really, you guys, you really don't get that. Like, you don't get what I'm about to go through. You don't really quite understand it. And 
And they go, yeah, we get that. Like, we, we, like, we could do that. We totally could do that. Uh, um, one, um, my friend right here showed up today, and he brought the big uh, SWAT tank out there and started helping us. And I was like, man, I appreciate the help. And I started talking trash about my brother-in-law. He's like, I don't know if you're supposed to say that. I don't know. And I said, it's my brother-in-law. Like, I, like I, I've never lost a fight to Chris because I'm a little bit faster. I know how to run faster than him. It's like, you're like when you're going to get a fight with someone, I was listening to a guy. He's like, he's like I, I've, I've never lost a fight. He said, because the ones I knew I could win, I would take those fights. And the ones I knew I could win, I was running as fast as I could. Like, I never lost a fight. He's like, I don't really know if you're supposed to talk to Sergeant Gunn like that. Well, I'll talk to him however I want to talk to him. The guy was trying to get arrested. I thought that would be a cool story if I got arrested before the event started. <clears throat> I love this guy. These guys, they're, they're serving. They're giving all they got. And they're not here to fight for position and for recognition. Jesus says, hey, guys, you really don't even get what we're really doing. I was talking to Chris about that a few weeks ago. He's like, you guys don't really... It's hard for people to really understand what we're going through, and we don't really, you know, and so he keeps on going. He goes, verse 41, he goes, when the other, the other disciples, they heard James and John, and they said, hey, guys, what's up? Verse 42, so Jesus called them together and goes, hey, guys, come on in for a little powwow. We are, we're going to have a little conversation today. All these guys that serve, our, serve every single day, they come in for a debriefing. We were bringing a meal to the, um, to the police department the other day, and they, we were getting right before they, before they debrief, right before they go. They get this debrief, and they say, hey, here's what's going to happen today. Here's what we're going for. Here's, the, here's our goals. Here's our objectives for the day. And bring it in, guys. I don't want you to miss this message. Verse 42, he says here, so Jesus called them together and he said this. Hey, guys, you know that the rules in this, you know that the rules in this world, they lord over it. They lord over their people. And the officials, they flaunt their authority over those underneath them. He goes, guys, but among you, it will be different. Like you're looking for notoriety, but you're not looking, you're not going to get that. You're not going to get what you think you're looking for. What you think you're looking for is not what you really need. And he says, whoever wants to be a leader among you, you must first be a servant. You guys have more in common with Jesus than you think because Jesus says, hey, I came to do one thing. I came to serve people. Like that's what I want to do. I, if Jesus was on this earth today, he would be, he would look like, maybe he would look like some of you guys, he'd be in a fire, fire, in a uniform, a fire department uniform or or a law enforcement uniform, a police officer or a sheriff. Or, I mean, he'd be here today, maybe as, a, as, a, as someone here to help. He's like, I came to serve people. I was driving down the road the other day, and I saw a man pass down the road, and I saw the Winter Garden, uh, Winter Garden uh, Fire Department there trying to bring this guy back to life. I was talking to Shaquan yesterday, and he goes, man, people are out here where we're at. They take their life because things are really bad. He goes, man, I just, we came to serve. We're just here to serve. Like, we're, we came to help some people. We, we really want to help people. At our church, we say that we exist to love all people at all times, all places. We want to be a church that helps people. I was talking to a friend of mine today. She's like, why are, why are you getting all these donuts for these, these people? And why are you serving these people? I'm like, man, because not that many people honor them. We want to honor them. They deserve more honor. We want to serve them. They serve us every single day. I got a knock on my door a few, um, few months ago at 2 a.m. That's alarming at 2 a.m. It was the Ocoee Police Department. And I'm like, I did not do anything. <laughs> like, it was my eight-year-old son. Wherever he's at, it was him. It was my wife. Actually, it was my wife. She, she was her. And he, she said, I opened the door, and, you know, I'm like, and that, when you get a knock at 2 a.m., you don't know if, like, if you're supposed to, you know, grab, grab your gun or grab a kid. Like, you don't know what you're supposed to do, you know, as a civilian. Like, and so I get to the door, and I'm like, I got this, babe. I was like, go get the door. <laughs> That's probably what really happened. I go out. We don't have people in the door, so I go in my, my daughter's room, and open up the window and set up the perimeter, Chris, like you taught me. I was ready to go. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, she's like, I said, can I help you? And she's like, yeah, I just want to let you know that you left your garage door open. I was like, woo, <laughs> that close one. I thought things were about to go down, you know, and 
I got so nervous. They're just, they're just there to serve. I was talking to uh, the mayor just a moment ago. He goes, man, when I, was, when, I was the sh- when I was the sheriff, he goes, man, he goes, people, he goes, your phone rings all night long. Just, you, you're, you're, they're, just there to, they're just here to serve. We just, we just came to serve. That's why we, we, we became a hero so we could serve. You have more in common with Jesus than you think you do. Verse 43, but among you will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you, you must be a servant. You must be a servant. And whoever wants to be first among you, you must be the slave of everybody else. He goes, man, if you want to be the best, you've got to start leading people. You've got to start serving people. I was talking to Shaquan yesterday. He goes, yeah, I went on a 12-mile ruck yesterday. I said, why would you do that? Like, that doesn't. I was like, what do you do? He's like, well, we just put on at least 35 pounds. And he goes, but because I'm a leader, I always put on 65 pounds. I want to lead by example. I said, so you put on 65 pounds just to go walk 12 miles? Yeah, it was awesome. I'm like, I don't know why you would do that. Like, didn't you, can't you just put the stuff in a car and drive it 12 miles? You know, we walk. He goes, I want to be a leader. I want to, I want to serve people. These guys aren't looking for recognition. You and I shouldn't look for recognition to serve these people. We're just there to we're come alongside them and to help serve whether we want to serve them. Verse 48, the Bible says this, Jesus came for one purpose. Maybe you didn't know this today, but here's the one purpose that Jesus came for. He goes, I came to serve people. That's what I came to do. I came to, I came to serve people. If you're here today and you're in law enforcement, I want to say thank you to you today. And I want to let you know you've got more in common with Jesus than you think you do. A lot of, a lot of these guys, you can watch on news and see that they're rejected. Jesus was rejected. Jesus didn't get a lot of, he didn't get a lot of praise. The people who were church people, they didn't like him. And the, and, the, and the people who were lost, they didn't really like, like, everywhere he turned, you had to, like, try to find, try to find, figure out a way to get, make a connection with these people. Because, man, I didn't, I, I dealt with rejection. You don't have to go on, you don't got to go very far to see these guys deal with re- rejection. And you go places, and you're like, man, I don't know if I should be here. Not everywhere Jesus went, he didn't feel like he should be there. I mean, he just didn't have a, I mean, the Bible says that he didn't have a place to lay his head. I mean, Jesus, when he served people, he loved people, he was, but he also was rejected by them. I came to encourage you guys that you've got more in common with Jesus than you think you do. You're here today, and you're like, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. You were all placed on this earth to help people. I heard Ellen say recently, the great theologian Ellen, <laughs> she's on to something. She said, it's kind to be kind. Man, we, what if we just start taking some cues from some people who are just doing, what if we just try in kindness? What if we just tried what if we just tried honor? If you find yourself on the side of honor and kindness, you really find yourself looking a lot more like Jesus than you, than you think that you do. You know, when Jesus would go places, he wouldn't try to find the differences. He would try to find the commonality. He went to a well one time. There was a lady there who needed Jesus desperately bad, and the commonality that they had there is they both were there for water, and Jesus said, hey, the water that you really need is not the water that you really need. You're really looking for something greater, and his name is Jesus. Man, he just served and he just loved well. That's all Jesus came to. He came to serve and he came to love and came to serve and came to love. And he did that for you. It didn't just stop with the storytelling. Jesus was a great storyteller. It wasn't just that he wanted to come and love people and serve people just because he was a good guy. All that was the gateway because at some point in his life, three years later after he started ministry, he would die on the cross for the sins of the world. He didn't just live his life on a limb. He actually took that limb. That limb became a cross and he died on the cross for your sins and for my sins today. And we brought you here today to do this. I know you cops, I see you guys out in the workplace, and you guys have these, these belts on, and you guys, have these, you guys have this armor on, and you guys have all this protection on, you guys are all these vehicles, and you guys have these guns, and you guys are ready to go. But I want to let you officers know in here today, and, and, and chief in here today, if you're here, wherever you fit in today as a hero, I want to let you know the greatest armor you could have is a relationship with Jesus Christ. It's the greatest thing you can have. You go out on the, if you're going to go out on the limb every single day, you might want to have that shirt up inside your life. A relationship with Jesus changes everything. 
It's on your notes up there today. But Jesus is the greatest hero of time. What make him the greatest hero of time? Because he was incredible? Because he was fast? Because he, he had great mindset? He was a great shooter? No, 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 no. He was the greatest hero of all time because he came to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And you might be here today saying, well, who's under the many? I want to let you know, if you're in here today, you're in the many. <laughs> M-A-N-Y, you're in it. Like, it's you. He came to give his life for the whole entire world. For you. Not for good people. Not for just for good for people. And not just for bad people. For the whole world. He came to give his life for you and for me. And you need that. And I want you to get that shirt up today. Because every single one of us today, we have the opportunity to go out and live a life like Jesus did. And the life that he went to, he came and he served people. Now, here's the good news about none of you guys in here today. None of you guys have to give your life. And these heroes, they're, limit, they're, they're out there pushing. You and I, we don't have to give our life to be saved. We just have to trust the Savior. We have to trust what Jesus did on that cross. And so today, I want to invite you to bow your head and close your eyes. Man, we're so glad you came today. But our end goal, there's always an end goal. Our end game today was for you to have an opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior. Now, you might be here today and you're like, I don't need a Savior. If you're here today and you're alive, you need a Savior. We all need a Savior. You know, the, these police officers and um, these first responders, they, they can save our lives on this earth. But they don't have what it takes to help our lives for eternity. But Jesus does have what it takes to take care of your eternity. Because when we die in this earth, it's not the end. When you die on this earth, it's just the beginning. And then eternity begins. And you've got two options today. You can place your faith and your trust in Jesus who came down the cross for the sins of the world. And you can have eternity in heaven with Jesus. Or you can roll the dice and put your faith in yourself or put your faith in something else. And that's going to end you. The Bible says that that leads you to an eternal place called hell. They're both real. Heaven is real and so is hell. We want to give you the opportunity today to have a relationship with Jesus. Now, it'll be cool. If you, if you place your faith in Jesus Christ, it'll be awesome because you get to go to heaven with Jesus. It'll be incredible. But some of you guys in here today, you, you're here today and you don't, have any, you don't have any inner peace. You don't have any inner peace. The only way to have inner peace is through relationship with Jesus Christ. Some of you guys in here today, you're like, I would love to have some joy. The only way to have joy is through relationship with Jesus Christ. That's the only way to get it. I'd love to have some patience. You law enforcement here today and firefighters, you deal with people like, you need some patience out there. The only way to have patience is through, through Jesus, the Savior. So if you're here today and you're like, man, I'm, I need Jesus. Like, that's, that's why I came. I didn't know why I came, but now I know I need Jesus. Right where you're at, would you just say, dear Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. And we all are. If you're like, I have a hard time admitting that, we're all sinners. The guys that wrote the Bible said this. We're the, we're the greatest of the sinners. The guys we're reading about today that are in the Bible, they're the great, they're, the, they're sinners. Like you and I, we're all sinners. Every one of us. I admit that I'm a sinner. But then what you say is, Jesus, I believe that you died and you rose again for me. I believe that you died and you rose again for me, for my sins. Make it personal. Say, you did that for me. And then would you just say this, Jesus, I'm committing my life to you. I'm committing my life to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go all in. I know you don't have all the answers to that. You're like, you may have more questions. And we're, this is a great place if you have questions. We don't mind, we don't mind answering the questions. I'm going to go all in with you, Jesus. I don't know what that means. And then would you say this, what I want you to say to all these officers today and these fire department and these veterans. Like, would you just say, thank you, Jesus, for saving me? I need that. Thank you for saving me. 
No one's looking around. Your heads are bowed. I wonder if you'd say, Wes, I prayed that prayer with you. I invite Jesus to my life. You just shoot your hand up real quick. Say, Wes, I prayed that prayer with you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And we're so happy for you guys. Man, that's, we, we want to give you an opportunity for you to meet Jesus. Your life's going to change today. The Bible says today's your day. Everything changes. I want to invite everyone to stand to their feet all across the way today. We're going to sing one more song, but would you bow your head and close your eyes? I think there's, God just put it on my heart today to let you know today that we're, we're a church that's here for the people. We're a church for the people. We want to help you. We want to encourage you. We want to pour into you.